From grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Gordon. And this is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. Darn tootin'. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So we got uh, we got Gordon here uh, as the co-host for the next couple of episodes. Here uh, we are recording this Easter weekend, and uh, Gordon's a godless heathen like I am. So we were able to get together and do this um, uh, before uh, no, eating ham. I prefer good German Lutheran, where we only go two times a year. You know? Good ger- or good German Lutheran and godless heathen are the same thing. Catholics. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> all right. Um, before we get too deep here, I want to give a big shout out to the American Homebrewers Association. They do a lot of support homebrewing and homebrewers, and now they support us. Join the AHA, we'll give you discounts to homebrew shops, select tap rooms, as well as give you access to the fantastic Zymergy magazine. Click on the fur link above our homepage and join today. We'd also like to give a big uh, a big shout out to our patrons, specifically our Black Belt patrons, Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornsson, Hoffenbrell Brewing, Brian Bryanson, Devin Stinson, and Phil Feldman, and also the patrons joining us in the live chat. We see you, Andy. How you doing? <laughs> um, if you'd like to become a patron, head over to patreon.com slash blindnessstudios and become a patron today. All right. Uh, you can hear from my voice. Uh, the allergies have been hitting me kind of hard. Uh, and it was a rough night last night. I hit a deer with my car. Uh, kind of a, uh, like, it's not uncommon, not around here. Like, it's not an uncommon occurrence, but damn, is it terrifying. Yeah. And I get to probably get a new car. So <laughs> in this market, which is super exciting. I'll trade you. You can take this one. And you can take that one? Yeah, yeah. But I still get, a, I still get the insurance money from mine. No, no, that's your, that's your new claim. You get a almost new 2015. Al- almost. A, <laughs> Gordon, what's your, like, let's, let's define almost new there. Well, the bumper hood. The whole driver's side body right. is new. <laughs> the engine's 30,000 miles less. Come on. All right. Well, we have, uh, we have kind of a throwback show for you. We're going to be doing, um, it's basically an ESG show where we're, we're going to be talking about an Every Style Challenge rebrew. Uh, and then we're going to be doing the Style Stop Spotlight on Whit Beer, talking about that, tips for brewing Whit Beer. And I also need to rebrew that one. So we're going to come up with a brand new recipe. So that should be a lot of fun. But before we do that, Gordon, what have you been up to beer related? Nothing wild. Uh, had a little gathering at the cabin. <clears throat> Actually, last night, and you know, as is tradition, everybody brings a beer, five or ten, to pass around and share, and got to try a bunch of girls. I think that is my first Assassin ever. Ooh. Uh, yep. For those of you who don't know, Assassin is a barrel-aged beer from Toppling Goliath, and it kind of was the beer that put them on the map uh, way back, and I think it was 2014 was the first Assassin. Yeah. That's, I might have had one other, but yeah, that was really good. Had a couple that unfortunately... Kind of past the corner on quality. I mean, it happens. It, it, like it's when four you're years old. I when, yeah, when you have beer like that for that kind of that kind of. Oh no, I'm pushing buttons <laughs> that I shouldn't be pushing. <laughs> I accidentally opened Premiere. Um, we're not even. Yep, we're just gonna ignore that. Perfect. And yeah, one. The, the, so I brought a 2018 Abyss, and it was one was really good last year, and now it's just kind of past that. Abyss is a really good beer. Like and it's it's one of those that kind of gets passed over because it it sits around for a while. But if you ever see one, uh, what's the brewery behind Abyss again? Um, uh, it, it's it's not Colorado Brewing or Brewery. Um, I cannot remember. Um, Abyss Beer is Deschutes, uh, which is owned by AB InBev now. That's unfortunate. That's it is what it is. <laughs> uh, anything else? 
Uh, no, that's really about it. Well, except I know you guys talked about on, at least on Hop and Merle Happy Hour, went down to Dipafest. Yes. That was a few weeks ago now. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, Dipafest was a blast. I don't, um, yeah, we didn't really talk about it a ton on, on the show. I think, I think we mentioned it. Um, but that was, yeah, uh, there was, I, what was it? Eight, uh, double IPAs? Yes. Four hazy and, and four, four, um, non-hazy and. Traditional, I guess. Uh, I guess West Coast, I yeah. would call it. Um, and yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was. That, that That's really about it right now. All right, let's see. Uh, beer-related things for me. Um, I currently have empty fermenters. I kegged um, and force-carved the beers for the two episodes that we're going to be doing today. Um, and yeah, so I have to start brewing again. So I've been, uh, that's part of the reason we're building the recipe today is so I can at least like start getting stuff in. Um, and then, uh, we're also going to be talking about fermenting under pressure and I'm hoping to do, uh, not this, uh, not the whip beer, but the, uh, we should probably come up with a recipe for me to do on that one. And I'll ferment that one under pressure, um, as kind of just an experiment because I'm trying to stick to my word of, I'm not going to tell you guys anything that I'm not willing to do myself. So which, there's two ideas, but I'll, we'll wait till we get there that yeah, I had in mind. Yeah. Um, we'll wait till we get that. So that'll be next week's episode. Or if you're listening live right now, it'll be, uh, in about an hour. So <laughs> you'll figure that one out. All right. Um, yeah, so why don't we just dive right in here? Uh, we are doing the American Wheat um, Rebrew. Uh, I'll give you the recipe, um, and then I'll give you kind of the style overview, and then we can kind of uh, do that um, while you're kind of tasting here, Gordon. So uh, it is uh, 53.9% two-row, 30% um, white wheat malt, um, 7% um uh, flaked red wheat from Brees, and then I used a pound of white hulls in there, or uh, rice hulls, so 7% rice hulls. Um, hops, I did, uh, what is that, 9 IBUs of Citra and 9 IBUs of Mosaic at uh, 60 minutes. That doesn't seem, well, maybe that's right. That doesn't seem right. Um, I'm, I'm looking at Brewfather here, and I guess, yeah, yeah, it was only quarter an ounce, so yeah. Um, and then... Uh, I did five and a half IBUs of Citroen Mosaic is a hop stand. Um, and that gives us uh, about 30 IBUs. Uh, this came in at 5.4 or about five and a half percent. Oh, yeah. So your standard American wheat. I used um, the American wheat ale strain uh, or Y East 1010. Um, and then I adjusted... Uh, did some water adjustments to bring out that hop character. Um, I mashed fairly low. I wanted some uh, fermentability on here, so uh, I did 152 on the mash. Um, yeah, I think that's that's kind of it. So for this, uh, this is uh, BJCP 2015 style guideline 1D, which that's weird to think about, like that that was new when we started doing this really? whole thing. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so overall impression, we're looking for refreshing wheat beers that can display more hop character and less yeast character than the German cousins. A clean fermentation character allows bready, doughy, or grainy wheat flavors to be complemented by hop flavor and bitterness rather than yeast qualities. Um, appearance, uh, so let's go there. Uh, usually pale yellow to gold. Clarity may range from brilliant to hazy with yeast approximating the German Weiss beer. This is definitely on the hazy side. Yes. Um, with a big, long-lasting white head. We poured these uh, about 15 minutes ago. Yeah, and, like, oh, that lacing, though, on that glass is beautiful. Yeah, it came out beautiful. 
Um, aroma, low to moderate grainy, bready, or doughy wheat character, light to moderately malty sweetness is acceptable. Esters can be moderately moderate to none, although should reflect relatively neutral yeast strains. Banana is inappropriate. No, no banana. banana. Uh, hop aroma may be low to moderate and can have a citrusy, spicy, floral, or fruity character. No clove. Um, yeah, and Andy uh, has reminded me, um, I have started putting the Brewfather um, like, links in the description of the show. So if you're curious <coughs> about, the, uh, about the recipe or anything like that, you can find that in the description of the show. Thank you, Andy, for reminding me. Um, flavor, uh, we're looking for light, moderately strong, bready, doughy, or grainy wheat flavor, which can linger into the finish. May have a moderately or moderate malty sweetness or finish quite dry, low to moderate hot bitterness, which sometimes lasts into the finish. Balance is usually even, but may be slightly bitter. Low to moderate hop flavor, citrusy, spicy, floral, or fruity. Esters can be moderate to none. Um, no banana again, no clove, may have a slight crisp finish. Um, yeah, so Gordon, so far, like what, what are you tasting here with this beer? Uh, every you pretty much nailed it, I think. Uh, especially on the aroma, it has that, like that character, uh, uh, what wheat aroma. It's it's very know. it's yeah. it's very like, but a little bit of lemony, a little, little like fresh baked bread almost. Yeah. Um, or I guess not like uh, it's it's more doughy, I guess. And and there's just like a hint of citrus from the from the hops. Um, flavor wise, I get, I get very, it's, it's almost like, um, like lemon bread. Yeah. Like right up front. Um, and then it, it finishes with these like tropical fruit notes and then just like a little bit of not, not biscuity, I guess weedy would be the right. There, there's something there. And there's, 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 there's a struggling to, there's a bitterness, um, on the end. Um, and it, and it lingers and it's there, but I, I don't know. And very dry finish, mm-hmm. but there is there's just something there that I can't quite put a name to. Almost, I should pull up the uh, the brew day and see if there's anything on there. I don't know. It, Let's see. Yeah, we finished at um, final gravity was ten ten, um, and then your original gravity was ten fifty three or ten fifty. Instead of ten fifty three, so we were a few points off, but not too bad. There's, I mean, that hot bitterness, like it, like it, it's there for a half second, and then falls off, mm-hmm. which I think is nice. But there's something that just seems out of place, like off or uh, knee jerk reaction would say band aid, but it's not band aid. I'm not getting any of that. I'm not getting any like any phenolic off flavors or anything like that. It just, it hits kind of midway through and then fall, or maybe it's just, I don't know, I'm I'm trying to remember other wheat beers I've had. Yeah. And I'm drawing a blank on it and... I'm not good with the descriptive words like uh, like Brian is. Yeah, no, I, yeah, and I'm 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 honestly not. T- I'm a little stuffed up, but you guys can kind of. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not picking up on it. Like maybe it's just me. I I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I'll, otherwise, I mean, you keep going aside, back for more. I so. know. I do. Uh, aside from maybe my broken palate, I think you nailed this one on the head. I I think I I think you're right. Um, there's there's a little bit. Um, and like, it's, it's to style, but there's something missing in the middle. Yeah. Um, 
I'm not like I'm not picking up anything, but it feels like there should just be like it like yeah. So I, I get like a big hit up front, and then there's like an emptiness. I wouldn't mind just a little bit more malt character to it, mm-hmm. a little more biscuity. Even kind of yeah, I yeah. That play adds, play plays with into the into the mouthfeel too, too. Kind of that bready yeah biscuit kind of feel. Yeah, just something there to kind yeah. of kind of bring it up a little bit. I I agree. Um, I think I think this absolutely fits style. I think I would tweak it again if I was going to brew it again. I don't know if I will. Um, so our original recipe, because I have that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we did fifty fifty um, wheat and two row. Didn't like that. I wanted to use a different kind of wheat. I wanted to change it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we only used uh, Willamette hops. And it just, like, it wasn't bitter enough. Um, It wasn't carb properly. Like, it was just kind of, let's see, uh, missed the mark on hops. The underlying beer was was on style, but we ended up with way too much hop character um, for the style. So we overbittered, I guess. Um, And then my notes on here are we're we're going to switch to a more citrus hop and pull back the amount. Um, I actually increased the amount, um, but I think it works better. I like it. Um, I, I really think those citrus flavors really play with the wheat, um, and you get like, like, not you get like bread with jam. Yeah, I, not like you're saying lemon bars, or I'd almost go if you were to get a different malt in there to give it that kind of breadiness, almost like a, a lemon cookie. Yeah, yeah, and solid. I mean, this is a great lawn mowing beer. Oh, this is going to be great if it ever warms up. Hopefully, <clears throat> hopefully this year. You know, one one can really hope. One can really hope. Um, oh, I, I I just realized I mentioned I hit a deer. Uh, everybody's fine. I should like I should make sure like because like I, every time I text like text out, hey, hit a deer with the photo of the car. I'm like, everybody's fine. Like, yeah, because that that shit can go that can go sideways real quickly. real sideways real fast. All right, Gordon, should we talk about wit beer? Yeah. So we did a wit beer for the Every Style Challenge. Um, do you want me to, should I pull that up? I have it here, 24A. Uh, well, I was thinking uh, the recipe. Oh, yes. Um, so we did, it was um, uh, 45% wheat malt, 45% uh, Belgian pale malt, and uh, I guess 9% or uh, 10%... Um, Trying to do the math in my head. 10% flaked oats. Um, these percentages don't quite line up for some reason. <laughs> um, and then uh, Saz was the uh, hop on this. And then we uh, fermented with Belgian wit ale yeast uh, from White Labs. But um, let's go ahead. And uh, you have the thing up. Do you want to read the yeah. overview on this? Overall impression, a refreshing, elegant, tasty, moderate strength wheat-based ale. Simple enough. Yeah, very simple. And then this is under uh, what's the what's the style uh, number? Twenty four A. Okay, and that's under Belgian ale, right? Uh, I believe so. Uh, do, 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 do. I can't see. It is. It's under Belgian okay. ale. I was I was giving you the chance to be the smart <laughs> one, and then but they I already white knew background it. with white font, and it's hard to see. Uh, Tyler says uh, summer will probably be a lot nicer this year. It may even land on a Thursday. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> uh, I believe Tyler's from uh, from the Great White North too. Oh, so. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Lasted a whole afternoon last year. Oh man, do you, 
do you remember that spring we got last uh, last Saturday? <laughs> yeah, it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so appearance, we're looking for something that's very uh, pale straw to very light gold. Um, so honestly, kind of a lot like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, um, the beer is going to be very cloudy from starch haze and yeast, which anytime you're dealing with high amounts of wheat, you're going to run into that, which is why you see people adding wheat and stuff into uh, hazy IPAs, which we know now, like, yeah, maybe not the best. Um, aroma, uh, you want to take aroma? Yeah. Moderate multi sweetness, often light notes of honey and or vanilla with light grain, spicy wheat aromatics, often with a bit of tartness, moderate perfumey coriander, often with a complex herbal or spicy or peppery, excuse me, note in the background, moderate zesty, citrusy, orangey fruitness, (laughs) a low spicy herbal hop aroma is optional, but never should overpower the other characteristics. Vegetal, celery-like, or ham-like aromas are inappropriate. Ham-like should never be in the beer. I'm sorry. Like, and I think we brought this up during the thing. I disagree with you. I don't want ham in in my beer. I had a, let me finish this. Uh, Are inappropriate. Spices should blend in with fruity, floral, and sweet aromas and should not be over. So Gordon, when you, when you read some of that stuff in the, like in the aroma and this is, I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, but I know you've been listening to a lot of this show and doing a bunch of research on your own. What does that tell you? Like, um, where, where do you think we're getting a lot of these, a lot of these notes? Uh, I think primarily from the hops, I think with, would be my first guess. Your first guess. Okay. A little, maybe a few adjuncts in there. Uh, no. So a lot of this is going to be coming from the yeast. Okay. Um, uh, you know, God damn it. They said Rauk beer and ham. And I'm like, yeah, you're not wrong, guys. Um, yeah. So a lot like because so think think of the style that we're into Belgian. Mm-hmm. Right. So once once you start thinking Belgian, like, yeah, you, you do have uh, some of the hops playing in there and it's going to help with the spicy notes. But a lot of these um, like complex herbal notes, uh, herbal, spicy, like peppery, like that's going to come from the yeast. Uh, we're going to be like really pushing some of those uh, phenolics and esters and trying to bring kind of that that flavor up. So, yeah. Um, oh, on the ham tape, there's a smoked Hefeweizen that I had once that smelled just like brisket. It was delightful. I, I don't like... You guys, like, with these smoked beers, like, I mean, I... Very, very light smoke. Yeah, and it has to be, like, a lightly smoked beer is fantastic, but... And this this is just the old man shouting at clouds for me. <laughs> like, call me old-fashioned, call me whatever you want, but I like to eat my meat and drink my beer. <laughs> I don't want to drink my meat, you know? Like... All right. Um, flavor. Uh, that's the one we're on now? Yes. All right. Flavor. Uh, pleasant, multi-sweet grain flavor, uh, often with honey or vanilla character, and a zesty orange citrusy fruit uh, fruitiness. Refreshingly crisp with a dry, often tart finish can have a low, bready wheat flavor. Optionally has a very light, uh, lactic-tasting sourness. See, that, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to kind of ignore that sentence. Unless I really screw up fermentation and need to reach. <laughs> but I feel like I'm past that point, hopefully. Right. Um, herbal spicy flavors, which may include coriander and other spices, are common and should be subtle, balanced, uh, not overpowering. So thinking, um, I like, so when they say that, I'm immediately thinking something like uh, Blue Moon, um, where they do add coriander mm-hmm. and orange peel. Um, let's see. A spicy earth uh, hop flavor is loaded none if 
and if noticeable, never gets in the way of the spices. So we're, we don't want a lot of hop character. Uh, bitterness is low to medium, so we don't want a ton of bitterness here. We're looking for something that pairs really well with an orange wedge. Um, let's see. Doesn't interfere with the refreshing flavors of fruit and spice. Does not persist into the finish. So immediately, like, looking at this, I'm, I'm thinking our original recipe kind of missed the mark by not adding any spices. Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> So, did you read the original recipe? I might have missed it. Yep, yep, I did. Uh, yep, but I can, I can uh, give you a quick. Uh, so, basically, we did uh, wheat malt or uh, Belgian wheat malt, Belgian pale malt, and flaked oats. And I don't know why we did the flaked oats. I'd have to re-listen to the episode, but that would um, be one of those things where it would make me very sad on the inside. <laughs> Um, and wonder why these great people love to listen to us. Too. <laughs> Might have been third or fourth show. But I thought it, 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 like I, I listened to some old shows and some of the stuff I say on there. I'm like, I've learned so much. <laughs> Could it been for the for the head? I, I think it, I think it might have been head retention though. Now if I was gonna if I was worried about that, especially with 50 percent wheat, like one why? Right. And also I would add chip malt instead. Because you're you're gonna get a little bit more. Um, you're gonna get those proteins out there without like without adding another flaked adjunct in there to make this like it's on nearly sixty percent adjuncts at that point, which is insane. Yeah. So this axe the oats all together. I think I'm so. Thinking? So yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll talk about yeah. that in just a second here. Uh, you want to hit mouthfeel, and I'll yeah. pull up a, a recipe builder. Medium to light. Medium light to medium body, often having smoothness and light creaminess from the unmalted wheat and occasional oats. Despite body and creaminess, finish is dry and often a bit tart. Effervescent character from high carbonation, refreshing from carbonation, light acidity, and lack of bitterness in the finish. No harshness or astringency from the orange pith should not be overly dry and thin, nor should it be thick and heavy. All right. Um, yeah, so here's, here, here's what I'm thinking. Um, let's, let's start with how do we want this beer to taste? Like let's, let's, let's build from flavor back into recipe. I like, especially with Belgians, I like the, that, like they're saying the citrusy coriander orange peel flavors with a nice malt background, backbone, excuse me. Okay. A little bit of clove in there, um. So here's, I mean, and this is like, I'm almost thinking of using this base, this American wheat base. That'd work. Um, like, do you, do you think that would work? Yes, but need to bump up the grain or add something to it just to get. Well, it so I don't, more. I don't think so. Not, not like we're we're looking for a different, completely different thing here, right? So ig- ignore. Ignore everything that's not malt in this, okay. right? So we're looking for um, we're looking for a lightness. We're looking for something that's easy drinking. Um, something that well, so you know what? I think I'm going to keep the the white wheat malt. Um, what kind of ABV are we shooting for here? Um, vital st- vital statistics. I haven't done that in years. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, we're looking to eight to twenty IBUs, SRM of two to four, an OG of ten forty four to ten fifty two, finishing out at ten oh eight or ten twelve. So, but four four and a half to five five and a half percent. So, all right, I'm thinking we want something orangey, but mm-hmm. with 
a little bit more spice. Like I'm thinking Blue Moon with a kick. Yeah. Right? Does that sound That's fair. Um so let's start with some wheat malt mm-hmm. from Brace. Um let's add in some Belgian pale. I liked that idea. Yeah. Um uh, let's see. Pale malt. That'd be dindum. Have you ever used coriander in any of your beers? Or you just- I have. Uh, not for, actually, not on the show. Um, so we'll do that. And let's just go 50-50 on that. Do we need any other, like, what about, you talked about a missing maltiness in the center. Mm-hmm. What if we use some Belgian aromatic? That'd work. Just to give it something? Just to, like, add just a little. Five, maybe 10%. Yeah, I was thinking like five or less, just to have, just to have something in there. Um, Let's see, that's way too much because that's going to bump us to six. All right, let's do. We do five percent. What was my SRM range? Two to four. All right. Well, we are at five, so I got to bring that down just a little bit. So, what if we do, just a measly four ounces of it? That brings us to 4 SRM. Uh, oh, you know what? Hang on. I can play with this a little bit because I need to... I'm going 50-50 on the wheat and the pale. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best here. Um, and then we can bring this up just a little bit because we should be washing. It's still not enough. More malt. <laughs> All right, so while I'm doing this, you think of spices. Uh, orange for sure. Well, the coriander, that's one I'm sold on. Um, I'm trying to think of Belgian yeast strains that would carry a little bit more. And names are... I need to brew more beer, so I have the stuff like on top of my head. Right. <laughs> so if I add the uh, aromatic, it's going to bump us into five SRM. I'm mm-hmm. kind of okay with it. Yeah, it's really like fine. it's yeah, um, and it's only two percent, but it should give us just a little something, something. Mm-hmm. You know, um, should probably put Belgian wit in here. Wit beer twenty four A select. All right. Um. Okay, we got that. We're a little over. Um, we're looking at 1053. Again, I'm kind of okay with it. Um, all right, so spices, you were saying? Coriander for sure. All right, so a little like bit of coriander. Um, I have some Valencia orange peel. That'd work. That works. Um, or we could do fresh orange peel. Why not both? I feel like uh, it's a little bit of a hat on a hat. Okay. So let's do like a gram. Uh, so coriander is one of those like a little goes a long way. Let's start with a gram of coriander and then. It says you can get vanilla on the nose. Uh, well, so we could, we could, uh, so we want more sweet orange peel, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So let's do two grams of sweet because that should give us a little bit of like, or it should give us that like that sweet. Um, citrusy notes, which can translate in, a little bit into um, almost vanilla-like. Um, and I think that'll be good. And we'll just put those, like, five minutes left, just put them in there. Yeah. 
Um, and that way, like, the Volatiles shouldn't have a chance to go away. Uh, hops, we just need something. I'm thinking uh, some saws. Just because I really just like to throw saws in these Belgian <laughs> beers. Um, and just enough to get our um, our IBUs. And we're looking for, like, eight. Uh, eight to 20. So uh, if I do an ounce of saws at 60, that gives us 13 IBUs. Perfect. Which seems perfect. Um, yeast. Oh, yeasty beasties. I think we, like, is there a Belgian wheat from, uh, yeast? There uh, is, actually. Yes. 39.42. Let's go with that. Oh, hey, 39.44, Belgian wit beer. Even Perfect. better. All right, we'll do that. Um, so we're, we're, uh, we're a little out, but... Like, we're not quite as dogmatic as we used to be, I think, is where we're at. So uh, with with this final recipe of uh, 49% um, Dingaman's uh, Pale Malt, 49% uh, Brees uh, Wheat White Malt, which is just what we have access to, and then 2% Aromatic, that is going to give us... Uh, and then an ounce of saws at 60 minutes to give us about 13 IBUs. We're going to throw some coriander um, and orange peel, about a one to two ratio there. Uh, we might play with that a little bit and then ferment with uh, Y yeast, uh, 39.44 Belgian wit beer. Um, that gives us uh, an OG of 10.53, finishing out at about 10.13. That'll probably come down a little bit just because of the way things have been fermenting for me lately. Mm -hmm. um, ABV is going to be right in that 5.5% range. IBU's 13. Like, I think I think that should be good, right? I think so. Um, Mash-wise, actually, if we raise the mash temp, let's do... Because like, we want a little bit more body, right? Mm -hmm. So let's... Um, Let's go ahead and edit this and mash at like 55, 155F. Uh, um, I don't have the conversion right in front of me, guys. I'm sorry about that. I know the rest of the world is using <laughs> better things. Um, yeah, and that actually brings us back down into uh, more of a, or more in style as far as ABV and stuff is going to go. And that should give us a little bit more body. It still shouldn't be overwhelmingly heavy, but it should like it should have a little bit of heft. Maybe I should have gone a little bit heavier on the body on this American wheat. I think so. And the conversion would be sixty-eight point three in Celsius. Okay, perfect. Go ahead and save this, and I'll uh, I'll link this in the uh, the description as well. All right. Uh, any changes you want to make there, Gordon? No, I think that should be. Rock solid. Perfect. When are we going to get you brewing again, man? This year. All right. It's, it's right you guys on my list to, next to golfing, first. <laughs> golfing and fishing. Things I need to do more well, of. Well, dude, that's going to be a busy Thursday. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, well, we'll get out of here, and we'll be back again next week with a discussion on uh, pressure fermentation, which should be exciting. I know you guys have been waiting for that for a minute, so... If you guys have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnerdstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnerdstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blindnerdstudios. And I'll see you guys next week.